0: This is the Business Storytelling Podcast with Christoph Trapp. Available on Google, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and other podcast channels. Want to play it on your iPhone? Just ask Siri to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast, also available on Alexa. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Hey, Business Storytellers, it's Christoph Trapp, your host and author of Content Performance Culture. Thanks for joining me. Today's topic, disaster communications for marketers. And here's why this topic is top of mind for me. And it, it's a different angle than what we typically talk about when we talk about PR disasters. This is not about PR disasters, but it's about communications during disasters. So, for example, we had the Iowa hurricane, the Iowa directo Come through here, destroy many, many buildings. 90% of the buildings in my city have some kind of damage from this storm. Up to 140 mile an hour um, winds came through here. So as you might imagine, terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, And how do you continue to work as a marketer when that happens? And that's what I want to talk about today. So the way that typically comes about during disasters for marketers is things are interrupted. And I know I've been there too, you know, I sit here and I go, oh, the internet will always work. The phone lines will always work. I will always be able to get on the internet, no matter what, even if the Wi-Fi is down, I can just hop on a hotspot. And here's what happened during the Iowa hurricane of 2020, you couldn't do anything, nothing. There was no power. Power was out for many, many people for uh, many days. We had power back relatively quickly when you consider the overall picture. But we lost power too, and we're still without internet. So I'm currently using a hotspot, but there's not – I can't do everything on a hotspot. I can't use every device. I can't use every tool. Live video doesn't work. Um logging in on anything on my laptop is a pain. Pain, pain, pain. And um you know, I can't do a, a live video stream. I can't do I can't record an audio stream on Anchor that works. I can't still write. I can't still share things but some things don't work on mobile very well. And early on in this disaster, I wasn't able to do anything. You know, I couldn't get on the internet. I actually got in a car and drove 30 minutes away, trying to get into a gas station that was open, that was unaffected. And the reality was I stood in line for, I don't know, 45 minutes and I couldn't even get in, right? So I wanted to get wifi. Everybody else wanted to get gas because of course, um, You know, once electricity is down, now it's hard to get gas for companies. So um, but I couldn't work. Right. I drove there, took me forever, uh, sat there for a little while. I don't even know. I said a half an hour could have been longer. I I didn't really look at the clock, but it was a while and I wasn't even moving. And then, you know, the place was just packed. Uh, At some point, the city set up um, stations where you could work uh where you could charge your phones. But they were not designed for you to sit there all day. So I didn't just need a place to work for 30 minutes. I didn't just need a place to work for uh check my email for 30 minutes, you know, I needed a place to work. And um when this disaster hit, that was really, really hard. Um, So a couple things to think about. um, Just because a disaster hits Just because something happens, we still need to think about our disaster-related communications. And that doesn't mean we always have to put some kind of marketing spin on the disaster, but how do we continue operations as a marketing or content team um, while we can't even log in? So we'll dive into that a little bit more here after this message. help with digital marketing for your small to medium-sized business? Reach out now and drop us a message at ctrap at gmail.com. So there are a few things you can keep top of mind as you are um, putting together a plan for communications. Um, First of all, we have to be aware and we have to admit that the internet might go out, that we might not be able to use the same tools that we currently use. Uh, and there is actually a very well written um, story over on Pointer. So, the, the Pointer Institute talked about the Gazette, Gazette.com, which is a local newspaper, how they put out the paper during this Iowa Derrico. And they didn't have internet, they actually drove a thumb drive up and down the interstate to get stories back. I mean, talk about, let's welcome to the 1990s. I mean, I remember doing that, uh, using a little Radio Shack thing that you put over a phone and you sent things um, through the phone line, basically. It didn't work about half the time. Um, other times you would just drive back. I mean, I do remember that. I had um, a f- cell phone when I was a police reporter but it was not like a smartphone. It was really just for phone calls. Um, So I had to come back to check my email. I had to come back to check the facts. I had to come back to do some of those things that we now take for granted. Uh, So it's not like we haven't been there before, but we haven't done that for a while. So the Gazette reporters and photojournalists, they actually logged into, they, they plugged directly into the server, right? They drove to the printing press, they plugged in five slots, I think, something like that. And then they were able to put out the paper that way. What's interesting about the paper is I'm, I'm a subscriber, but I don't get the print paper. I get the uh, green edition, right? So the I, I read it in the app. And then I also read it on the website. And of course, all those things were off the table when I didn't have internet. I couldn't see anything. I couldn't read it. You know, so the printed paper in that scenario would have been very helpful. And then, of course, we have a lot of school districts that are impacted by uh, by the storm. Buildings are damaged. School um, school years are now being moved. They're starting later, so they have a chance to fix the buildings. Uh, of course, if there's no internet, um, remote learning is another problem, right? How is that going to work? If you don't even have, if you don't have internet or you don't have computers, you know, how's that going to work? Some people lost their computers in the storm. Um, So all those different things come top of mind. And the reason I bring this up here for marketers, and I'll jump into how marketers can um, use these tricks and tips uh, when it comes to their own um, marketing during a disaster. Um, and, And really, I want to be very clear. The distinction here today is, this is when you or your company is affected by a disaster. How do you adjust? How do you communicate with your customers? How do you communicate with your prospects? The one example that comes to my mind, I had some campaigns running, and they needed to be updated in response to what was happening, but I couldn't get on, right? So, um that's sometimes why remote teams are very, very helpful because, so for example, I, you know, uh, at Staymates, I worked with teams in San Francisco, Minneapolis, Cedar Rapids, uh, Baltimore. And so that helped with the time zones, right? The East Coast, they could get started a little earlier. The West Coast, they could finish things for us later. And you had a lot of coverage. And of course, in the case of uh, disaster, you could move things to those different offices. Now, somehow you got to figure out a way for the, to let them know that you're affected. Um, and, you know, at the beginning of this whole thing, the phone lines didn't even work. I called my insurance adjuster back and she couldn't hear me. Right. She texted me. I couldn't even text her back. So at some point, hopefully they'll figure out what's going on and they just jump in and take it from there. And that's that's why you need to have some continuity, some planning, some teamwork. You can't just have these silly silos where one person knows everything or one person has the keys to the kingdom. That's why that's important. Um, but back to the school district. So I actually listened to um, the, the school board meeting at the Linmar School District, which is where we live. And... Lots of damage in the school district. I think every building was damaged. And somebody said, do we need to send letters to everybody? And so that's 7,700 students or families. And how do you do that quickly? How do you even print that if you don't have power? How do you get it to the printer? How do you, um, how do, you do anything? So what the school district did is they started a robocall with the updates. And so it was a very well written message that was spoken by the superintendent, very compassionate, very helpful, uh, gave all the details. And it literally called every phone number in the school district. My wife got it first, then I got it. Um, and then they took their message and they sent an email with that same message and they sent it to everybody. And then they put it on social media. Now, again, if people don't have internet, they don't get it, right? Uh, but hopefully they can get it through the phone system. And especially now where most people have cell phones or many people have cell phones, maybe uh, maybe the message is safe there until service is restored, even if they don't get it that second. So this is another reason why it might be helpful to have uh, phone numbers for your customers phone numbers for the people you're currently working with. So they know what's going on. So they can tell you, they can, you can reach them one way or another. Now, if you know, somebody has not converted yet, somebody is not a customer yet. They're very high up in the funnel. Do you really need to uh, communicate with them at that stage? Probably not. Can you just pause your marketing for a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, But if somebody is, like, really moving forward, you know, they're ready to buy, you're already talking with them actively, um, you know, you want to make sure they get the right message. And sometimes the other thing to think about is, uh, I tweeted about this the other day, C-Trap on Twitter, you don't want to send people to broken websites. So, for example, if your website is down and you're running a campaign, don't send people there don't spend Google ad dollars, don't spend social media ad dollars, right? Shut those campaigns down until your website is back up. Now I get it, most companies now, their website isn't housed necessarily where they're housed, but with all these disasters going on, even with cloud uh, being in the cloud and all those things, there's still a chance that your website can be down. So you need to have a backup plan that when something happens, how how do you shut things down, or how do you uh you know how, how do you move it to different offices so that's one reason why it is actually very helpful to to have different team members that can jump in um and and help with the different campaigns um something to think about can you think of every scenario absolutely not um you know here the the um emergency officials, I think it was hard for them to get their message to people because, you know, we're very much in the digital age. I mean, they went out and they handed out paper flyers, but how do you cover an area of like the whole county? How? It's impossible, right? So so there will be some problems that won't work. Uh, you can't stop a campaign before you have to, um, or somebody might not notice right away that another office needs help. But If you still need any conviction or uh, any convincing that having team members in a distributed model is helpful, um, this might just be another reason why that's super helpful. When something happens, not everybody is affected. Not everybody's um, power is down. Not everybody's Internet is down. And you can move things around. Of course, you know, again, prioritize. Um, But let's keep that in mind. Things happen, would I have admitted a month ago that an inland hurricane, I know that's not the official title, my meteorologist friends are scolding me, that's not what it's called, but that's what it's like, an Iowa inland hurricane, 140 mile an hour winds, and you know, if you just look at all the different stories out there, it's just uh, the devastation, the damage, it's just unbelievable, and um, so I have a plan. Have a plan for backing things up and the other thing is too sometimes we're working on things right Life, and so i was actually doing that as this was hitting i was working on something and i had it finished but then i needed to make an update um how do you make that update when stuff happens right so just something to think about um to have a plan to keep things top of mind and to have multiple ways to reach especially your customers Uh, Because let's be honest, uh, customer retention is also part of good marketing. Um, And certainly in some organizations that falls under customer success or customer uh, relations or something like that or account directors. Um, But at the end of the day, how do we communicate with um, our customers when stuff like this happens? I hope everybody stays safe. Uh, I know we have, as we're recording this, there is now two um, tropical storms coming uh, into the Gulf of Mexico. So the first time, I guess, in history, potential of two hurricanes hitting the Gulf of Mexico uh, coast of the United States for the first time ever. Um, 2020, seriously, a one-star year. Uh, It it has really, truly been a terrible year. And um, that doesn't mean we shouldn't move forward, guys. That doesn't mean we shouldn't keep our chin up and figure out a way to stay relevant and figure out a way to to, you know um keep moving forward and you know one thing if you haven't seen it i actually did put together a 2020 one star t-shirt um wouldn't recommend it right like a review if you want to check that out it's available on amazon ctrap.online forward slash shirt ctrap.online forward slash shirt all right hey make a plan but more importantly than having a plan is figuring out a way to run it quickly. So you certainly can brainstorm, you certainly can try to react uh, as things are happening. Um you know, for example, I thought, "Oh, I'll just go somewhere else." But you couldn't go anywhere else. Everything is closed or damaged, right? It's either closed or, you know, not open for dine in because of COVID. Um so it is helpful to have some kind of plan when stuff really 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 happens. Uh, and, you know, I think it's getting harder and harder since we're so dependent on the internet and since we're so dependent on our mobile devices. And then the next thing is when there was no power, we couldn't even charge our mobile devices. So that's another problem to think about. I still, uh, you know, we have a couple of um, mobile chargers, but they don't last forever, right? So if we wouldn't have had power for 13 days, that that wouldn't have worked either. That would have been, you know, we would have been out. Um, so... Plan, find a way to do the best you can, and you know certainly don't forget about those automatic campaigns. And I know automation is making our life easier when it works, but uh, we need to think about the messaging. We need to think about how it works in the current situation. And of course, also who is, who's supervising it um, if we're totally off the grid. Stay safe, stay healthy. Best of luck to everyone affected by any disaster anywhere. Uh, and, of course, the COVID pandemic is still uh, going strong, unfortunately. I'm Christoph Trapp, your host. Any questions, thoughts, comments, drop me an email. ctrap@gmail.com, at gmail.com or text 319-389-9853. Until then. Move your content from happening to performing. That's what everybody wants nowadays in content and content marketing and marketing and all those related fields. Check out my new book, Content Performance Culture, the number one new release in the public relations category on amazon.com when it came out. I hope you take a look. It's available as paperback and Kindle worldwide.